Welcome to Dr. Dominic New Love Ality's podcast. Dr. Dominic New Love Ality is a dynamic preacher and teacher with an extraordinary depth of knowledge and understanding of the principles of God's Word. He is the founder and leader of Living Faith Ministries International Church, one church in two locations, New York and Accra. His vision is to empower each and every believer to live a victorious life through Jesus Christ, to actualize their potential and tap into their God-given talents for the purpose of edifying their own lives and glorifying God's kingdom. Dr. Dominic Newloveality is worth hearing. Somebody say a big amen. Take your seat, take your seat, take your seat. Let's get into the word right now. Let's get into the word. Proverbs 22. Verse 4, from extreme poverty to extreme wealth. And I pray that you become a recipient of extreme wealth. May the Lord take you from the back of the line to the front of the line. I declare over somebody tonight and today that the poorest you are going to be is today. You will never be poor again another day of your life. I move you by the power of the anointing and the word of God over my life and I remove you from lack and poverty to a place of extreme wealth and I declare by the word of the Lord that there is nothing you cannot accomplish. Oh, I'm not here. I said there is nothing you cannot accomplish. Come on, shout a big amen. The Bible says in Proverbs 22 verse 4, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. Are riches, honor, and life. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 18. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor. May the Lord honor somebody today. I release the favor of God over somebody here. I say, I release the favor of God over somebody here. May the Lord honor your life. May the Lord lift you up and take you to where you belong. In the name of Jesus, I decree riches over your life. You will never be poor. You will never be a beggar. Your children will never beg for bread. I make a declaration according to the word of the Lord that wherever you are, God will lift you up and bless you. What your father couldn't do, what your mother couldn't do, by the grace and the anointing of the Spirit of God over my life, you shall become the record breaker of your family and your house, and you shall become the error corrector of your home. Am I talking to somebody here? May you become the error corrector of your home. May you become the record breaker of your home. May you become the solution of your home. Am I talking to somebody here? Lift up your hand and shout amen. Riches and honor. Riches and honor are with me. Yea, durable riches. And so when you study the word of God, you're going to find out when you remove riches and honor and blessings from the Bible, it will cease to be a Bible. If you remove that from the Bible, God is interested in your well-being. God is the author of true wealth, wealth that doesn't diminish. The Bible says that a good man liveth an inheritance to his children's children. 
a good man, a good man. The Bible didn't say a prayerful man, but a good man. The Bible didn't say an apostle, but a good man. A good man lived an inheritance. May you become a good woman. May you become a good man. I decree by the word of the Lord that you will never go without. The Lord shall load you with benefit. I decree by the word of the Lord that you will never, what we call lack will never be your portion. I decree by the word of the Lord that the older you grow, the richer you become, the healthier you become. Oh, am, am, I, am I talking to somebody here? I said, the older you grow, the richer you become, the stronger you become, the better you become. Come on, shout a big amen. I'm not here. Come on, shout a big amen. Amen. Life is unlivable without money. I know most of us are afraid to talk about money. But uh, my Bible tells me, God said that yet a little while and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the desire of all nations shall come and I will fill this house with my glory. Then he said, the glory of the latter house. And I can tell you today that you can never mention the glory of God without talking about wealth. He said, the silver is mine and the gold is mine. May God give you what he has. Come on, shout a big amen. I decree by the word of the Lord that what is called poverty will never be your portion. Tonight we uproot poverty from your life. Come on, shout amen. Somebody said to me, it's a bishop where your church is. It's a very poor place. I said, that is why God sent me there. God sent me there to change the place. Am I talking to somebody here? Oh, I'm not here. I said, I am preaching to some millionaires. Uh, I said, I'm preaching to some millionaires. Am I, to, I said, I'm preaching to some millionaires. I'm preaching to some business people here. Come on, shout a big amen. We came here. By the grace of God, we took people from the cemetery. People who were literally sleeping in the cemetery. Took them and we put them in homes. We sent some of them to go and learn trade. Hairdressing, carpentry, messing. Yeah, without money, you cannot do that. I want you to hear me. Money in the hands of a believer is a weapon against Satan. Let me say it again. I know some of you, you will never understand me, but as I pray tonight, you'll understand me. Money in the hands of a righteous man is a weapon against Satan. It's a weapon against iniquity. It's a weapon against greed. It's a weapon against the unrighteousness on this earth. May the Lord put money in your hands. Come on, shout hallelujah. There will come a time that your prayer cannot cut it. There will come a time that your, it's not prayer. It is God extreme honor and wealth over your life. When Jesus, when Jesus was hanging on the cross, amen, where were the prayer people? Where was Matthew? Where was Matthew? Where was Peter who said, I will never leave you? There come a time that has places in life. When you are broke, you can't enter there. May you never be poor. I, I, I'm talking to somebody here tonight. I said, may you never be poor. I'm not hearing you. Come on. I said, may you never be poor. 
The Bible says that Joseph of Arimathea, he was an honorable man and a rich. The Bible actually qualified him as a rich man who went boldly to Pilate and demanded the body of Jesus. Poverty is a curse. Now, hear me again. Jesus did ministry with the rich for the poor. I want you to hear me. You can't do ministry with poor people. Oh, sit down, sit down, sit down. I'm warming my engines. You can't. Ministry is not easy when you are surrounded by the poor. I will repeat it. That's why you can never be poor here. I'm not, I said, that's why you can never be poor here. Listen, I see businessmen and businesswomen here. I decree your business will prosper. Oh, am I talking to somebody here? Some of you, in a few weeks, in a few months, your tithe will be $10,000. Amen. Some of you, you are going to come to me and you are going to give me a check, a check of $1 million. Uh, am I talking to somebody here? I see the person sitting here. If you are the one, lift up your hand and shout, I am the one. I prophesy over your business. I prophesy over your life. I prophesy over your family. You will never be broke. I want you to stand up, go to seven people and say, I will never be poor again the rest of my life. I will never, it can, it can never happen. Impossible. Come on, put your hands together, put your hands together. I don't apologize for God's blessing over my life. I, I refuse to apologize. I don't know about you, but God has blessed me. I'm a blessed man. Do I have some blessed people here? I'm not, I said, do I have some blessed people here? Give your neighbor a high five and say, neighbor, I don't apologize. I don't apologize. I am a blessed man. Come on here. Shout it. Let the devil hear you. Let the devil hear you. Let the devil hear you. I'm not, I said, let the devil hear you. I said, let the devil hear you. I'm not here. Let the devil hear you. Come on, shout amen. As we were coming and I was talking to them, Apostle Amakwata, I was telling my sons in the car, I said, I am so disheartened when I hear believers talk in Ghana. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 7 to 9. I'm very, very disheartened because we don't understand what it means to live in the kingdom of God. Me, I refuse to complain. You know why? Even though I live in Ghana, I am not part of the system. I'm not part of the system. I am in a superior kingdom with superior principles. Oh, am, am I talking to somebody here? You can't kill me. You can't touch me. Come on. I say you can't kill me. You can't touch me. I, am I talking to somebody here? The kingdom of God is superior with superior uh, laws and regulations and principles. He said, I have delivered you from the power of darkness and I've translated you into the kingdom of God. The way we talk and live here as believers, it is like we are slaves. The way we live and talk. See everybody complaining. Dollar. Dollar. Dollar is going up. 
My God doesn't spend dollar. My God spends blessings. The bank of heaven spends blessings. I release the blessing over your life. Listen, I declare in the name of Jesus, when cement, a bag of cement goes for $100, we shall build bigger, bigger buildings. Oh, I'm not hearing you. I feel like, uh, are you here? Uh, are, are you here? I said, when, uh, when the bag of cement goes to $100, that is when we shall build bigger, bigger buildings. Come on, shout amen. You will build your house. We shall build the church. Our children shall go to the best of the schools and we shall pay for it. We will live a good life. We shall drive the best cars and we shall help the poor. Come on, shout amen. Are you with me? Are you with me? I'm not hearing, I'm not feeling you. I, I, I want to feel you. Are you here with me? Take your seat, take your seat. Take your seat. You, you know what we have done? The church, we have separated our life, our Christian living from other things. So when you come to church, you put on a different attire. When you are praying, your language is different. But when you step out, your language is also different. So nothing works for us. Nothing works. Me, it's difficult for you to hear from my mouth that I am a victim, I am poor. Never, you could never hear me. I'm broke, I don't have money, I cannot do this. Amen. And that's where I love Debbie to come in. Debbie, come. Let's give Debbie a mic. <laughs> Dr. Debbie. I've been with Dr. Debbie. The, our first church, when we first gathered in New York, we were five people. Five people. Five people. Okay, and you were there among the five. And we gathered in a living room. Okay, for all the years you were with me, yes. did you ever hear? that I was in a hospital. No. Did you ever hear that Bishop didn't come to church because he was sick? No. Did you ever hear that I was poor and that I cannot handle my bills? No. Was there any time I came to church and I was complaining? No. no. Why? My, my message is the same. Message from day tell them, tell them. The message from day one. I was there, the first message, because Bishop, you came to a conference, and then we went to a place to preach. That's the first time I heard him preach. His message was the same when his suit was one. My suit was one? Yeah. Pastor Sami, my message was the same. When my shoe was one, my message was the same. Because my circumstances doesn't change the word of God. Am I talking to somebody here? You, you are not here. Oh my God. I, 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 hear me, hear me. I am not defined by what I have. It is not my clothes that defines me. It is who I am on the inside. Am I talking to a believer here? Can I pray tonight? Can I pray tonight? Okay, let's go. Let's go. And the Let, one yes, thing, the one yes. thing that has stuck with me is yes. that you can't you can grumble, you can cry, you can you cannot break his focus. If you can't break my focus. If you're coming along, you come along. If you you're you're want to follow along, me, you follow me. But if you want to grumble, nothing. You can't break me. Nothing. Me, I am unbreakable. 
You can't penetrate me. Am I talking to somebody here? May the Lord give you the same anointing tonight. May the Lord give you the same spirit tonight. Am I talking to a believer here? Listen, in the name of Jesus, you can never sit here. I'm giving some of you three months. I'm giving some of you six months. I'm giving some of you one year. A year by this time, your story will change. I'll call you again. Remember the message. You want to say, say, okay, go ahead. Sit down, sit down. That's a message where he preached. He said, even if we put him. You don't forget that one. No, 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 no. Tell them. If we put him in a container. If you put him in a container. Give him a Bible in the container. And give me the Bible and put me in a desert. He will thrive. I will still strive. (laughs) Say amen. Why am I telling you this? Because my words is not different from my life. Many of you will testify the same thing. Many of you. My words is the same words I speak when I am in the church and outside the church. Am I talking to somebody here? Economy of Ghana doesn't determine what I do. It is the bank of heaven that determines. Oh my God. Oh my God. Let me say it again. I said the economy of Ghana doesn't determine what I do. It is the bank of heaven that determines what I do. And I declare, I will, listen, I am just beginning, I'm just beginning. Next year, when you come back, it will be another story. Come on, put your hands together. You have to understand, I, what is worrying me? I'm talking to a pastor, and the pastor says to me, he said, but this is the reality. I said, what is the reality? I said, what's wrong with you? I said, the reality is the word of God. The reality. And I said to him, the Bible says that the young lions do lack and they suffer hunger. But them that trust in the Lord shall never lack me. I will never lack anything. And I said to him, if that scripture is not true, Pastor Sami, then John 3.16 is not also true. Am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to somebody here? I have been young before, but now I'm old. Yet I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed of the righteous begging for bread. If that scripture is not true, then John chapter 1 verse 12, as many as believe in him, he gave them the power to become sons of God. Then that scripture is not also true, it's null and void. Put your hands on your head. Say, me and poverty, we shall never meet. Come on, shout it again. Say, we shall never meet. I'm not here. Say, we shall never meet. In the name of Jesus. Come on, shout a big amen. Listen, I know what poverty is. Some of you don't know, but Pastor Sami knows. The house I lived in, in Koforidua, at Town. Yeah. Mama Naomi knows. I don't even know why she should follow me and marry me. The toilet is at Tonko. I remember one day, one day, you know, Ghana Pentecostal Council then, Apostle Miao was coming to my house. And then, and then he came in. When he came in, my mother is so, I don't know what was wrong with her. My mother would do the fufu and put everything in Apotoyua. And me, the pastor, he would ask me to come and sit by the Apotoyua and eat with them. I mean, dishonor, just dishonoring me and, and trying to break my spirit. And so Reverend Miao moved into the houses on war tool. There is no walls. He moved and saw me there. He quickly went backwards. 
One day, another pastor came to my house from the Church of Pentecost. Because when they come to my room, they see a phone there. The phone is this, it's not connected to anything. It was just for show. Am I talking to somebody here? If God can do it for me, then God can do it for you. I say, if God can do it for me, I am declaring the name of Jesus. That is why I keep on telling you, it's not any church we go. You got to find out who is carrying what you need. My God, hear me again. You must find out who is carrying what you need and connect to the person. Because anytime God wants to do something unique in your life, he's going to send a deliverer to your house. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Let's get into the word a little bit. Give me the scripture. Now, the Old Testament is a testament, a covenant of prosperity and increase. The New Testament is a testament of redemption. The reason why the Bible says that we have a better covenant because the old covenant couldn't save you. Are you getting me? Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. He made a curse for us. For curse is every man that hung on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham. What is the blessing of Abraham? We're going to talk about blessing in a little bit. But there are two important things I'll talk about tonight. Number one, your faith and God's blessing. You can't talk about God and the kingdom of God. I told you the other day that the nation of Israel was a type of God's kingdom that he established on earth. And the nation of Israel is the most superior nation. They fear nothing. A small land, they have nuclear weapons. You can't touch them. You can't defeat them. No nation on earth. America is not America without Israel. Why? Because they are covenant people. Now you and I, we have been removed from the kingdom of darkness. And we have been placed into the kingdom of God. As a matter of fact, you have a higher office than those in the Old Testament. That is the reason why the Bible says that among all men born, the least in the kingdom of God is greater than John the Baptist. But John the Baptist is the greatest of all of them because John the Baptist saw and, and, and introduced the kingdom, but he couldn't enter into the kingdom so let me give you one thing in the Old Testament I, I can just preach you know in the days of David the Bible says that gold was as common as sand give me the scripture he said for the Lord thy God shall bring you into a land into a good land a land of brooks of water and fountains and depths that spring out of the valley and hills my God, yes, and a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranate, a land of oil, olive and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Now, these people were living in a physical kingdom. You and I will live in a spiritual kingdom. My kingdom is not on this earth. He said, for the kingdom of God is within you. Then he said, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, 
but righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So the kingdom of God is a spiritual kingdom. So guess what? I live in Ghana, but I, I am in another kingdom. Let me explain. Let me explain. Sit down, sit down. Let me explain. As I said, this is the product of focus we made. Watch this. When you go to Italy, I've, I've not been to the uh, American embassy here before. Because I, I, I don't have any problem with my passport, so I don't have any need to go there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a Ghanaian and an American as well. I hold double passport. So, watch this. I went to Italy and somebody took me to the embassy. It was like a whole city. They have their own schools, they are paid in dollars, they have their own shopping malls. They, when you live in the place you will never know what is happening outside you know why because you are in the kingdom of america in the kingdom of italy like the vatican but the vatican is the same thing it's in italy but they have their own money they have their own police system you don't you understand that the kingdom of god have its own police force they are called angels for are there not ministry spirits that are sent to minister unto those that shall be heads of salvation? That's what the Bible says. The angel of the Lord surround them that, that fear him to deliver them. It doesn't matter what happens. You can't kill me. You can't touch me. There is no witch, no wizard, no power, no force of darkness that can touch this man. You can't touch my family. You can't destroy my family. You can't. Am I talking to somebody here? You know why? Because I understand how the kingdom works. See, so you live here, and I'll tell you in, in, the, in America, the, the embassies, eh? the, the abnormal place is different. You can't tow their car. They will park anywhere. They will put their car anywhere. Fire hydrant. When you park your car on a fire hydrant, they have to tow the car. But guess what? As for these people, the government of America recognizes them as not part. They are different community, superior. So, so they pack their car. You give them a, a, a ticket of hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. They come, they take the ticket and tear it and throw it away and move their car. You can't touch your car. You can't touch them. You can't do anything. That is exactly how the kingdom of God works. To support Bishop Dominic New Love Alities Ministry, visit www.lfmic.org slash give to give online and lfmic at aol.com or 914217071 on Cash App, Zelle, and PayPal, or 0246471458 on MTN Mobile Money. Thank you. I need you to understand. I want you to get it. It is only when we get to heaven, Celestine, you are going to find out what you could have done here on earth. When we walk out of this body, it's when you are going to realize the potential, the potent power inside you, the things that you could have left out. The thing, who told you that you need money to do stuff? You need the blessing. Uh, you wait, I'm, I'm coming on that, I'm coming on that. Poverty is dangerous. I'll just give you one scripture here. 
Oh, a whole lot of scriptures. Oh my God. But let me just give you one. Poverty is a dangerous thing. Poverty, hey, a dangerous thing. Look at Psalm 35, verse 27. He said, let them shout for joy that favors my righteous cause. Let them shout for joy that, and be glad that favors my righteous cause. You see, what I'm doing here, I'm favoring God's cause. When we went to the cemetery and we took all these boys, people were literally sleeping in the cemetery. Oh yeah, here, we have, we have some here. Some of them are ushers right now. Some of them are in the protocol ministry. Some of them are greeters. Put your hands together. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one, it just, it, it just doesn't take prayer. You need to have money because when you take them out of there, you, you, you can't, they can't get saved and then you send them back to the same place. Let them shout for joy that favored my righteous cause. Let them be glad and let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified who have pleasure. God has pleasure. Turn to your name and say, God has pleasure in your prosperity. I'm not here. Come on, shout it, shout it louder. In your prosperity. Proverbs 22 verse 7. Look at it. The rich ruleth over the poor. The rich. <laughs> so, if you're a pastor and you are poor, the rich people in your church control you. Yeah. Me, I can't be controlled. Come on, say amen. You know how many pastors that have their dreams aborted by leaders of the church? Because they are poor. I don't need to consult you to obey God. Because when God called me, where were you? I don't need to consult you. You are there to help me to build the kingdom of God. You are not there to stop me. And there are leaders who want to feel powerful. So in their power, they want to block God's agenda. It will never happen when I'm the pastor. It can't happen. You know, this side was not there and that side. So I came one day about three months ago and I called the project manager. I said, quickly break it. Let's break here and extend it. He's standing there looking at me. He said, but Papa, this thing, I said, are you paying for it? What did I say? I said, let's break it and let's do it. And in a little bit, I'll talk about faith. The reason why most of us are not moving any further. You are praying faithless prayers. The rich ruleth over the poor. And the borrower is a servant. I'm checking the word very well, and the, the word actually means a slave. When you become a borrower, and when you borrow and you are unable to pay, you become a slave. That's when they start disrespecting you. May nobody disrespect you. I, I, I just spoke to only three people here. I said, may, may nobody disrespect you. Tonight, under this great oil, I command every debt over your life to be canceled. When you wake up tomorrow morning, your phone will ring. Somebody will put money in your accounts. And your life is about to change. I prophesy over you. In the next 12 days, you will see an incredible thing in your life. Am I talking to somebody here? Come on, shout a big amen.
Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. All the buildings, all the surrounding here is about to change. All the area here is about to change. As a matter of fact, they told me that since we came to Asariboche, all the buildings here have had a facelift. May that be your story. Take your seat, take your seat. Take your seat. Thank your neighbor and say, neighbor, I will never be broke. And nobody will rule over me. I'm not here. Come on, shout it again. Say, nobody will rule over me. Now, I want you to hear me. I want you to hear me. The blessing of God doesn't allow you to be poor. I want you to hear me. Deuteronomy chapter 15. Let's read from verse number 4. Oh my God. I don't like the way safe. Because some of you will not understand. This is an old Elizabethan language. So let's, let, let's get the Amplify or the New King James Version. And I want you to understand this. Yeah, old Shakespearean language. Watch this. Watch this. He said, but there shall be what? Ah, talk to me. Come on, let's read it. Come on, there shall be what? I'm not here. Come on, shout it again. There shall be what? I'm not here. Shout it louder. There shall be what? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, are you a poor person? Say, this scripture is for you. Destroy poverty tonight in Asaribotra, in your life, in your family. We cast out every poverty. We destroy every poverty spirit that is sitting over your life. In the name of Jesus, you shall prosper. Your business shall prosper. Your life shall prosper. You will live a good life. Am I talking to a believer here? Show that receive it. Another time, I'm going to tell you how this anointing came on me. I can't talk about that to, tonight. But look at the scripture. He said, but there will be no poor among you. For the Lord will surely bless you in the land with the Lord your God given you for an inheritance to possess. He said, because the Lord will bless you, there must be no poor. There shouldn't be. This is God's covenant people. This is God, God's covenant. I'm going to open these scriptures to you. There must be no poor person. Turn to your neighbor and your neighbor. Stop living like a, 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 a slave. Me, let, let me tell me, I know what poverty is. I've smelled it. I've lived it. My daughter here will tell you. One day, my daughter came to me, Veronica, in New York. Huh? We could I couldn't afford milk. Milk. Yeah, yes, Syria. Our America So when I tell you that God can change your life, I, I am a case study of the glory and the blessing of God over a man whose life God transformed. Am I talking to somebody here? So when I said to you, God will change your life, believe me, you will never be the same. Listen, you can never sit in this church. Listen, it's, it's actually an indictment over my life and my anointing for you to sit here and be poor. 
So Veronica comes one day. You know, she is the, the girl in the, 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 the girl in the house who talks a lot. What nobody can say, she will say it. And so they will put all the words in her mouth. So she comes to me one day and said, I said, Daddy. I said, what is it? Now, when she comes like that, you know, so I fear this girl, I fear her. <laughs> when she said we have to talk, I fear. <laughs> but next time she said we have to talk, I start making stories. I said, I'm tired, you know, let me go and see. <laughs> so, so Veronica said, Daddy, why is it that? Why is it that in this house we don't have milk? We don't have minerals, soda. Every time it's water, 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 water. And I said to her, I said, Veronica, he said, no, yeah, he said, we are no normal children. I said, what do you mean by normal children? Don't you breathe? <laughs> he said, with this house here, we are no normal children. I said, what do you mean by normal children? Don't you breathe? He said, I breathe, daddy. But normal children, they have milk for Syria. They have sodas, they have Sprite, they have orange juice, they have apple juice. As for us, nothing in our fridge. I said, I said, Veronica, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I said, a time will come. Milk will be going through your ears. Didn't I tell you that? I said, milk and soda will be going through your ears. I said, you will not even drink it. When we, you, we beg you, you know why? Because when the blessing is over your life, it is just a matter of time. Oh, <laughs> you didn't hear me. I said, if the blessing is over your life, it's just a matter of time. I am sorry for somebody who don't believe in you. I'm sorry for somebody who believe you will never make it. I'm sorry for somebody who thinks that your destiny is in his hands. He is about to have a shock. I said, he's about to have a shock. I'm not here. I said, he's about to have a shock. Listen, you will never be poor. Go to three people and tell them I will never be broke. Give me that scripture. Sina, Sina, Sina. As of when you had to get you out. Now me see, now me share one shoe. Our American memo, one shoe, I have one black shoe for, I wore one black shoe for one year. Shut up. That was my wedding shoe. You remember? With a zipper on top. The Lord will do you good. I'm not here. I said, The Lord will do you good. Listen, your circumstances will never change God's word, but the word of the Lord will change your circumstance. If you are looking for somebody to tell you your mother is the reason why you are poor, this is not your church. If you are looking for somebody to tell you your grandmother is a witch, this is not your church. Because greater is he that is in you. That he that, am I talking to a believer here? Lift up your hand and shout, yeah, 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 yeah. Sit down. My grandmother is a blessed man, a blessed woman. My mother is a my mother is a blessed woman. My mother that carried me nine months. If my mother want to kill me, my mother would have killed me when I was in the womb. I want you to look at these scriptures. Association is key. The Bible says that follow those who through faith and patience obtain the promise. So I'm looking for somebody who has obtained the promise 
and I want to find out how he made it. Some of us, you just go to any church, follow any man of God who have no bearing in your life, no purpose, whose destiny is going nowhere. Let's go to verse 6. Let's jump. Let's go to verse 6. Oh my God. Look at it. He said, the reason why there shall be no poor person among you, because the Lord your God will bless you and as he has promised you, and thou shalt be, thou shalt lend unto many nations, but thou shalt not borrow. So the blessing of God, this is my definition of the blessing. The blessing of God is a spiritual momentum. The blessing is not things. The blessing is not your phone. It's not your car. It's not your house. The blessing produces. The currency of heaven is blessing. When God rewards you, he rewards you with blessing. The blessing is not just things. The blessing also comes in protection. The Bible says, and they went from one land to another land. He suffered no man to harm them or to do them wrong. Yea, he rebuked kings for their sake. And he said, touch not my anointed. Why? The blessing. As a matter of fact, man of God, before Adam and Eve sinned, eh, they didn't need the blood because there was no sin. They didn't need the oil because there was no yoke to break. But they couldn't live without the blessing. It is the blessing of God that allows everything else, including the negative, to work in your favor. Come on, give God a clap off. So he said, and he blessed them and said, when Adam and Eve have not sinned, they could not live without the blessing. The blessing of the Lord, it, it is not riches. It, in other words, in other words, it results in but it is not. Are you getting me? There's a few scriptures and then I want you to grab, I want you to grab this. Listen, I, I know what poverty is. Poverty will make your, your wife disrespect you. Poverty will make another man take over your wife. You are not hearing me. Poverty will make people dishonor you. Poverty is madness. If you say, I am developing a message called the victimization of poor people. When you are poor, people victimize you. The poor man have no right. I was dealing with a situation the other day. They have taken the money, but they refuse to do the work. And they are dealing with these guys. I said, give me the number. I called the number. I said, this is Bishop Haluti. I said, I give you tomorrow. If this job is, is not done, one phone call, all of you will lose your job. Yes, sir. Six o'clock, they were here. Oh, put your hands together. Six o'clock. I said, one phone call, all of you will lose your job. You know why? You can victimize poor people, but you can't victimize a, a, a wealthy man. I said, my name is Bishop Alote, you know me. He said, yes, we see you on the billboards. I said, good. I said, I'm giving you to tomorrow morning. All of you will lose your job. Poor people are timid people. They are very fearful. The poor have no friend. The Bible says that when you are even begging them to come, you are running away. Poor people can't talk. Many people are in jail. That, that's not my message. That's, let's put it another place. Another time we'll talk about 
the dangers of being poor. Come on, say amen. Tonight, I want to release an anointing over your life. That, that will give you creative ideas. Entrepreneurship skills. You will start your own business. You are not going to run around looking for a business. You will start your own business. Am I talking to somebody here? I'm not hearing. I say, I want to release oil over your life. That will transform your life. You are going to offer employment to so many people. People are going to come and work for you. Am I talking to somebody here? Lift up your hand and shout a big amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now watch this. Okay, so the blessing is a spiritual momentum. What is a spiritual momentum? A spiritual momentum is an irresistible force released from heaven as a result of man's obedience that attracts an ever-increasing participation of both spiritual and natural assistance to overcome obstacles and to accomplish the will of God in your life. So, if this blessing is not upon your life, you will suffer because your paycheck is not enough to do anything. Your paycheck, your paycheck, everybody listen to me. Your paycheck eh, is a point of contact where you, you are able to get your seed and your tithe. To connect to the supernatural because you have to understand that faith is the connector between the natural and the supernatural in other words you cannot move from the natural to the supernatural without your faith faith is the vehicle that allows you to move from the natural to the supernatural and faith is an act faith is an action it's a momentum so 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 there are people pastor Sami will tell you i was a small boy but when you see me you knew Absolutely. I was living with my mother. I was sleeping in my mother's uh, 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 living room there. I, I was sleeping on a floor, on a mat on the floor. But when I come out, let me tell you how serious it is. It was. People will be having weddings in our church. And, and, and then the women would rather come and give me gifts. You understand that? That is the people who are doing the wedding don't receive the gift Women from the church are bringing me gifts because they understand that a man's gift make a room. So they are trying to use their gift to make room. It's a spiritual momentum. So this spiritual momentum can be on you and you have nothing. If you have a spiritual eyes, you can look at the girl, you can look at the boy and say, ah, aqua will future. Meanwhile, he's nothing, he's nobody. You know why? Because spiritual people can see a momentum Receive this momentum tonight. Amaya said, Receive this momentum tonight. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout a big amen. Give me the scripture. Let me let me finish with the scripture. Let me finish. Let me finish. Oh my God. So you see, people can define what the blessing is. That's why I said, Me, if you take me and you put me in the Sahara Desert, I will still survive. I will thrive. I will make it. See, people believe I won't make it in a Saribotre. They are beginning to change their mind. Because they say, oh, a Saribotre is full of poor people. And I said, my grace and the anointing over me will change their lives. Come on, I said, it will change their lives. I'm not, I said, it will change their lives. And I see lives being changed every day. 
the other day I asked people to give testimonies. Uh, uh, come, 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 come. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come, come. Give her the mic. How long have you been here? Now a year. It's now a year. I want you to tell the church what has happened to you, how you used to be before you came, and what has happened. When we met my sister and I, we're having a major issues with um, our boss. So eventually, we had no option than to resign. So I spoke to you, and then you told us that we should start our business, no yes. matter how the situation is. Start your business. We should start our, our own business. Yes. So we started our own business, and you were the first person to give us our first contract. So as it stands here now, the men you see outside in black, they are our security men. We own the company. They own the company. They own the company, and they have, in a matter of one year, they have contract all of Accra. Give God a clap offering. I can let people testify like that here. I mean, what I'm saying is that if you are under this grace and you don't change, it is an indictment against my ministry. It, is, it means that what I'm saying doesn't work. Tell me and I'll stop preaching. That is the confidence I have in the message God has given to me. I've been like this all my life. Boldly, I can tell you, but I said this in New York. If people are testifying in New York, it will shock you. And it is just, it's just the teaching. It's just the teaching. You need a teaching. Listen to me, I want to tell you something. Men of God, it is teaching that builds a church. Gift may bring people to church. After a while, all of them will leave because you need to establish them through the word. Yeah. yeah. Building a church on the word of God is very slow and it's difficult. But when it takes over, huh, they become independent of you and they are able to stand on their two feet. They are the people that doesn't need you to tell them what kind of dress they have to wear. Am I talking to somebody here? They know their left from their right. Am I talking to somebody here? My God, come on, give God a clap offering. Oh my God. Give me the scripture. One of the problems that we have, Pastor Sami, is that most of us, our minds are corrupt. You have a corrupted mindset. Poverty have destroyed. You have been connected to poor people so much that poor people have corrupted you. The way you think is the way you are. Your words are a reflection of your mind. Am I talking to somebody here? Number two, you can never go somewhere your mind has not gone. Look at it. And the Lord shall greatly bless thee in the land with thou, the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance to possess it. Give me the verse 6. For the Lord thy God blessed thee. Now, in the original translation of this scripture, the, this, this here actually says that for the Lord thy God is blessing you. It's, it's present continuous. It means when you are sleeping, when you wake up, when you're in the shower, when you are cooking, 
when you're in the bathroom. Am I talking to somebody here? It's, it's a continuous momentum upon your life. When we, we used to use, we used to be in Bible school, so, I am blessed, I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning, I lay my head to rest, I am blessed, I am blessed, I am blessed, I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning and I lay my head to rest, I am this the Lord thy God is blessing you look at it as he promised so God's blessing is not according to what your mother said God's blessing is not what according to your your enemy wishes you can wish all you want to wish your wishes will never come to pass see that see that see, that, see, that. see, see. this is this is what Balak didn't know he said, listen, these people here, they are blessed. He said, you can't curse them because you can never curse a man that God has already blessed. I am a blessed man. Okay? I'm a blessed man. You see, as he promised you. So I'm looking for the promises of God to match what God wants to do in my life. Not where I am. I, I, I don't care where I am right now. I, I care about what God is saying about me. You will never borrow. You will never be. You will, you, you will never struggle in your life. I, I, I prophesy to somebody tonight. Your, the days of your struggles are over. Come on, put your hands together. Look at it. You will learn. You will learn. Give me the verse 7. Give me the verse 7. Let me finish with this. Now, let's all read this one. I think I'll end with this. That's all. Let's go one go. To support Bishop Dominic New Love Alities Ministry, visit www.lfmic.org slash give to give online and lfmic at aol.com or 914217071 on Cash App, Zelle, and PayPal, or 0246471458 on MTN Mobile Money. Thank you. No, no, let's start again. Let's go. Let's go again. One go. If there will be what? Among you what? A, a, a poor one of what? Of thy brethren within where? In thy land. With the Lord thy God give it thee. Okay, so, so, so God says there shall be no poor person among you. In the verse 4. Then in the verse 7, he said, if there is... Which means that 
some of us it doesn't matter what it is doesn't matter what it is so even God knows that you no matter what you hear you have chosen the vow of poverty you see what I'm talking about God said there must be no prophecy among you but if there is so he knows that some of us no matter what we hear it's a decision you have made some of you you wallow in poverty poverty you celebrate poverty poverty makes you very proud this is Bishop Dominic Aluti I am your friend and I've proof of this message put your hands together God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.lfmic.org today for more information about the ministry of Dr. Dominic Alati. For more video and audio messages, find us on YouTube at Conquest TV and Dominic Alati Ministries and Living Faith Ministries International Church on Facebook for more information on our upcoming programs. Follow us on Living Faith Rima House Ghana on Instagram and please subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Subscribe also to our YouTube channel for live service and many more. God bless you.